0: Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the YGMS podcast, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and now on the MS and Me radio network. I had a great weekend uh, last weekend attending the MS Mountain Bike in Hitton, Alberta, Canada. And oddly enough, that's what this show is about. Um, I have a quick interview with the lead fundraiser and one of the primary organizers, Greg Van Tegen, and I also had a bunch of high school buddies from twenty years ago uh, do the ride with me and I have a few quick clips of their thoughts but first up here are my thoughts on the ride after years of doing the MS bike tour from Leduc to Camrose I decided this year that instead of doing that that event I would do the MS Mountain Bike in Hinton, Alberta. And sort of the prime mover behind the, the switch was I don't really particularly like road biking, and I grew up mountain biking in the mountains. I grew up in Kamloops, B.C., so uh, Edmonton was kind of a, a bit of a shock when I first moved here 20 years ago. Anyway, so my dad had been doing the, the Hinton Mountain Bike with his with his good friend Paul for years now and they and they bugged me to, to to try it and my dad was convinced that I would love it. So last weekend I for the first time I went out to the to Hinton to do the uh Hinton MS mountain bike and my dad was bang on. It was <clears throat> it was awesome. It was um just a lot a lot of fun. So Starting last Friday, I made the three-hour drive to Hinton uh, by myself. and I was driving there to meet uh, three really good friends from high school. Uh, we, you know We graduated together in 1994. It kind of gives you an indication of how old we are. And just in the last few years, we've reconnected, and, and you know, last summer we spent a week out on, on, at the lake together. This, this summer we're, we, we're doing this, we did the, this hit mountain bike ride and it's been really, really fantastic. So Adam, Andy and Matt, uh, thanks again for, for coming and, and Matt also brought his wife Janine. Adam and, and, and Andrew live in Kamloops. Matt came up from North Vancouver with his wife Janine. Um, You know, it's really nice to have that support and people showing up. So anyway, yeah, last three hour, or sorry, last Friday, I made a three hour drive to Hinton. And be honest with you, I've never, I've driven the Yellowhead Highway from Edmonton to Kamloops hundreds of times, and I've never really stopped in Hinton. Hinton, it's on the way. Uh, Stopped there for gas, but never really explored. There was a pulp mill there, and. You know, if you're familiar with towns with pulp mills, there's kind of a, there's an odor from the from the mill. And I, I just never really really spent much time there. But Hinton is right on the border of the Jasper sort of Jasper National Park. So I mean, it's it's mountainous. I mean, you can see the Rockies from Hinton, and you know, you're very much in in the high foothills to almost smaller mountains that kind of that terrain. But again, never really stopped there, so. I checked into the KOA, where I had rented a, uh, what they called on their website, the Deluxe Cabin, and certainly Deluxe is an air quote, um, you know, because it would sleep several people, so a bunch of us were all going to sleep there, kind of split the cost, And but I arrived a lot earlier than everyone else. It's only about a three-hour drive from Edmonton to Hinton, where from Kamloops, it's five or six, and... North Vancouver, I would imagine it was probably ten for them, so I had a you know a few hours to kill when I got there, so I had you know my kids were in were in Red Deerworth uh visiting their grandparents and I had a glorious glorious nap, but anyway, that's not really the point uh, so yeah, we stayed over Friday night uh. You know, we were smart. We, you know, even though you're we getting together with a bunch of old high school buddies, we didn't get uh, too crazy and, and, and thank, <laughs> thankfully so. Because at 9 a.m. on Saturday, the, the, the ride started and it was rainy and it was overcast and it was muddy. And day one, you're pretty much climbing um, from what I remember. It's not too steep for the first little bit, but then probably the last hour and a half maybe two hours you're you're climbing and you're going through some pretty dense forest over roots over mud uh it was some single track some road and you know the it it was just uh it was i mean it was a tough day of riding and i do i think everyone in our in our group probably was thinking oh my lord what did i get myself into but um, you know, we pushed through to lunch and lunch was at this really nice little I don't know if it was a hunting lodge or or what, but um lunch is good and then and then uh, you know one of the one of the interesting thing that things that happened all weekend is when you get a bunch of guys together who who, who really bonded in their you know, mid to late teens, uh it, it certainly doesn't take very long to devolve back into the uh the maturity of a sixteen-year-old. Uh, we had kind of joked about having a pool on who was going to have the first big wipeout, and I, I think the 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 odds-on favorite was was Andy, uh, and he did wipe out first. But truth be told, it was Adam pushing him <laughs> into a bush. Uh, you know, so I guess that comes with an asterisk. But um, as luck would have it, the sun came out. Uh, later in the day on day one and there was actually a pretty pretty nice downhill after a long time you know just prior to the finish line it was on a wide uh, mountain gravel road and you got going pretty good clip and I had struggled to keep up with the rest of my group most of the day so I thought well okay there's a bit of a downhill here here I'll take off get ahead of them and that way they don't have to wait for me And, but unfortunately for me, I, I got gone pretty fast. I missed a sign (laughs) and uh, I went way past where I was supposed to turn. So I ended ended up adding about three kilometers to my day. I could have been longer, but luckily that road dead ended uh, at some campsites and a lady flagged me down and said, Hey, Hey, you missed your turn. You need to need to go back. Obviously I wasn't the only one that had done it, but um, you know, near the end of your day like that, it was <laughs> I was pretty, uh, I was pretty pissed off that I that I missed it, but, uh, but then the finish line day one, you end up at this, I believe it's called Kelly's Bathtub, and it's a it's a mountain, it's an alpine lake, clear water, sandy beach, uh, you know, this little sort of camping area, stop area there that, uh, where we came into, and that's when we found that one of our team members and. I should add to this that this gentleman at one point in his life played in the the National Hockey League so he was a professional athlete. He was the second rider to finish and he finished about over two hours quicker than the rest of us did. And he was there so soon that when he was there the finish area wasn't even really set up so he had to help them, well I don't think he had to, I think he, he volunteered to help them finish setting it up. Uh, so I think my goal is next year to try and train so I can at least stay in the radius of of Paul, and that's the I had, we had two Pauls in our team uh, the older Paul is our team captain, and then the younger Paul, uh, the former professional athlete. Um, but anyway, yeah, my goal is to kind of try to stay in the same radius of him. Um, I think it's a good goal to have if you you know. But that was just unreal because if you saw the, the stuff we were riding on, it was steep. It was, uh, I think we did 47 kilometers the first day and it took four hours. I mean, a good, a decent runner, not even a good, but a decent runner can run 10k in an hour. So that kind of gives you a sense of the terrain and the conditions. Anyway, Saturday night, I felt 40. I, I seldomly feel 40 years old. And honestly, it has nothing to do with me having MS. It was just that was a long it was a long day of uh, climbing, and thank God uh, the other guys I with were feeling the same way. We, you know, I think when you when you when you get together with people that you haven't seen for a while, there's kind of a, you almost feel a pressure to really amp it up and put your party shoes on. Um but now thinking about it in retrospect it, it judging by the way everyone was acting, I think everyone was hoping that somebody uh would be the sensible one. So we went to the, the, the dinner that they have for all the riders um at the Hinton Friendship Center that night. And beers were cheap and and dinner was good that um actually the food on the food on this on this ride was really, really good compared to other either uh, bike rides I've done or ultra running events that I've done. Um, I mean, I think they – fantastic job by the, the race organizers. Anyway, so we went there for dinner, and I think every other guy was worried that there was going to be one or two guys that really wanted to have a bunch of beers and that and that. But by this point, I mean, I was probably – I think we were all ready to, for bed when we got there around 6 in the evening. And comments kept flying around, like, what time is it? And then we'd realize it's only 6.30. Then, you know, you could kind of see that collective groan, like, oh, boy, we still got more hours. We've got to stay awake. And back to my point, like, that's when I really felt like a 40-year-old man, Um, which, again, I, I seldomly do. But, you know, so we decided to just have a few beers back at the cabin and head to bed, I think. Matt and I had one each, and I think we were the only ones who had any. And then we were in bed by ten. Uh, when I saw my mom at the start line the next morning, and I told her uh, that we were in bed by ten, she couldn't believe it. But I said, "Mom, like this is this isn't these guys when when we were twenty. We're all forty <laughs> and ten o'clock. You know, it when you when you when you've ridden almost fifty kilometers up a mountain, it's uh, it's time for bed." So on anyway, Sunday at 8.30 a.m., we head back down to the Friendship Center. They had, you know, juice, coffee, and Tim Horton's breakfast, breakfast sandwiches. And then we hop on a school bus, and they take us back up to Kelly's bathtub uh, to start up where we, where we left off the night before. And so around, I think we started riding maybe quarter after 9, 9.30. And wouldn't you know, when I get about 200 meters past the, the start line, my chain breaks. I've been riding bikes my whole life, and I'm a 40-year-old man. I've never broken a chain before. And so that was the first one for me. But luckily, there was a, there was a, a trail marshal there, and he fixed, it, he patched it up for me. We got going. And like I said, I've been struggling to keep up with my buddies. And I was actually feeling kind of uh, a little bit crappy about myself, I thought, you know, with all the ultra running and stuff that I've been doing. Even though I really didn't train to do this, this bike ride... Uh, I thought with all the running and stuff that, I, that I've been doing that I should be fine and that, you know, my lungs should be fine and I should be able to do just fine. But I was really struggling to keep up. But I, I was riding the whole thing on a on a hardtail, and if you're not familiar, a hardtail is just is a mountain bike that doesn't have suspension in the back. I mean, most people grew up with bikes that didn't have suspension, but I'm just saying that now it's more common to have uh, full suspension uh, than not. So and I was riding it without... So every route, every bump, every... You know, every little nook and cranny over 50-odd kilometers I felt. But anyway, so Adam was really bugging me to switch bikes and he wanted me to try his bike. And he's got this really nice, super high-end, full-suspension bike. And then so we switched. And, man, it was, it was that was a game-changer. And I realized why I was having trouble keeping up is that they were all riding full-suspension, and I wasn't. And it did, did make a huge difference. Um, but then of course the, the chain, well, not <laughs> uh, I almost wonder if Adam was out to, uh, trash my old bike. Uh, not seriously, but he just mentioned, he's like, I'm going to ride this thing hard. And well, the chain broke again. Um, so then we, one of the stops, well halfway through day two is at the airport. So we got the, the bike mechanic there to, to, Adam got the bike mechanic there to fix it the best he could. Um. There was a de- derailleur problem, it looked like it maybe got hit. So we had a bit of lunch at the airport there. We're not even 50 meters out of the, out of the gate and the chain didn't break this time. The whole derailleur actually fell off. <laughs> like It was dangling off the back wheel. So, you know, we're about 25 kilometers from the finish line and we're wondering how we're gonna do this. Well, luckily enough, at that time, while we were waiting to get the bike fixed, my dad and the older Paul had shown up at the airport and talking to them, explaining what happened, and I was just going to catch a ride back down to uh, the, the Friendship Center and then wait for everybody else to finish their day. I mean, what can you do? You don't have a bike. And my dad said, hey, just take my bike and finish. I'll, I'll take your bike down. So we swapped bikes, and I can't thank him enough for... Allowed me to finish. it was really cool to finish with everybody and and what you know it's funny how things happen sometimes because we were ahead of my dad and and, and the older Paul, who's our team captain and, and, and the older Paul does a lot for uh, raising money for the ms society he's been running the battered Piles bike team, which was is the name of our ms bike team uh, he's been running it for a really long time, and it was nice for him to be able to to, to ride with us and then we all crossed the finish line at the same time like it was you know sometimes things happen for a reason I suppose but um, anyway so my dad and I we switched bikes and so I, I ended up day three I used three different bikes to get, get finished but you know hey it was w- well worth it but overall so that was kind of a real quick overview of the, of the weekend from my perspective but what I would say is that the the bike ride in Hinton, the, MS, the Hinton MS bike, mountain bike, phenomenal event. And if you are in Western Canada or if, if you're anywhere, I mean, maybe you're independently wealthy and, and, and it sounds like a good idea. Like, I mean, even if, even for people where uh, maybe MS hasn't touched their lives, but just enjoy mountain biking, it would be a hell of an event for them too. I mean, it's just, the race organizers do a really, really good job. The course is beautiful. The view is amazing. Uh, like I said, Hinton was far nice, nicer than I could have imagined, uh, and not not saying anything about poorly about Hinton. I just really had never heard much about Hinton, and I never. I've only buzzed through it on the highway. Like I never, I never bothered to stop and and wander around. But the the event's phenomenal. And it's a lot of fun. So, um, and if you're I'm one of those people who is like me where maybe the MS, the regular bike tours, uh, the road rides aren't your thing, this might be your thing. Um, other people that ride on the battered piles road bike team for the Leduc de Cameros mentioned to me over the weekend that they prefer the, the Hinton Mountain Bike. And I understand why. It was just, it was the like I said, lots of fun. Uh, they do, a, it's a great event, and I would recommend checking it out. I'm sure if you t- type in MS Mountain Bike Hinton, it'll come up, and you'll get all the details for next year's ride. Uh, yeah. And fortunately enough for me, uh, I got a chance to talk to the biggest fundraiser for the MS mountain bike this year, Greg Van Tegen and he's also one of the primary organizers he's a, the trail coordinator I believe is what he said and I just wanted to get a few minutes of his time and, and, I, and Greg thanks for, for taking the time, I know you know, kind of when I flagged you down there you were right at the end of the ride, lots of stuff to do so I appreciate you taking the few minutes out and uh, hopefully this can get more people you know to go and experience it because it's a, it's, a it's a wonderful event and uh, I'm hoping to get all the, the same crew out next year and, and maybe maybe a few more. But before uh, we get to my quick chat with uh, Greg Van Tegen and some clips from some of my friends that joined me on the ride, just want to mention again if you want to watch this on YouTube there will be some, it's the same audio, just you'll see some clips and pictures from the weekend. You just type in Y-E-G-M-S on YouTube and it'll pop up. Uh, If you want to get a hold of me, you can always email me at Sean, S-E-A-N, at ownmultiplesclerosis.com. Maybe you want to be a guest. Maybe you've got things you want to send me, questions, whatever. You can get a hold of me there. You can find me on Twitter, at ownms.com. One, that's own, M-S-D-O-T-C-O-M, and then the number one. You can also find me on my blog, ownmultiplesclerosis.com. You can also find that on Facebook as well. So, if you're, you have a question, you want to comment on anything I've said, maybe you. And if, like I said, if you want to be a guest, uh, I can do it via FaceTime. I can do it Skype. We can do phone. Uh, and if you're in the Edmonton, Greater Edmonton area, we can do it in person. So that's all the housekeeping done. Coming up. Here is my interview with Greg Van Teeken, who is the trail coordinator and also the lead fundraiser for the Hinton MS bike. And after that and following that, I have some quick sound bites for some of my buddies that uh, after the race was done, this was just just after the finish line, uh, some of their thoughts about the ride uh, coming to Hinton and, uh, well, frankly, kicking the crap out of themselves for, for two days. But it was for a good cause. And I can't say enough. It's, it was amazing that they, they agreed to do it and uh, humbling at the same time. So thanks again, Adam, Andy, Matt, Janine. Thanks for, for coming. Anyway, here is my conversation with Greg Van Tegen. Enjoy. I managed to grab a few minutes with Greg Van Tegen. He's the, you're, are you the sole organizer of the event?
1: No, I'm the local organizer, the trail coordinator.
0: Did you, are you the one who originated
1: it? No, no this, this event, the Hinton MS Mountain Bike Tour, originated, uh, I think this is the 20th year. And um, I've been involved in it for about 11 years.
0: Now, why'd you get involved?
1: Well, I got involved, we started a fire department team um, 11 years ago. And it was one of our uh, firefighters that had been in this event for a number of years as a marshal, and he suggested that we make a, a team out of our, our crew. So we did, and for a few years we we stuck together. And then the, our team sort of uh, grew, and uh, lots of people left, and some new faces showed up. And now we've actually changed our name once, and but uh, uh, for the last seven years we've been the top fundraising team. And
0: uh, yeah, I saw you guys raise thirty grand. And I know that, like obviously, I've I've raised money too. But thirty grand—I mean, that's pretty impressive. Like, how did how do you go about that?
1: Well, that was—I raised thirty grand. Our team raised forty last year. So um, I do a number of things. I run uh, farmers markets. I have uh, three markets I run every year, locally, and then I've also um, I do barbecues. I cater uh, like golf banquets, um, large group functions, things like that. And I get uh, local businesses to, to donate the goods, and then so basically it's my time and my labor, and I get a few people to help me serve it, and um, I do like five or six of those events every year. Do you have a
0: personal relationship with MS?
1: I do. I've got a few. Um, I've got uh, well, I had a friend that passed away from MS uh, ten years ago, and I've uh, one of my best friends right now is living with. Um, He's got progressive, very progressive MS. He's in the hospital right now, actually. Um, and I know a number of people. Like you know, I just, I've just i been an ambassador with the MS Society for seven years, and I just keep meeting people. So,
0: yeah. I know you're busy, so I'm going to let you go, but thank you very much, Dennis. Do you have anything else you want to add? No,
1: nope, just um, if anybody's thinking about um, participating in an MS event, uh, the Hinton MS Mountain Bike Tour is probably one of the better ones. And uh, we are looking for new members every year and hope you can come out and Enjoy the ride.
0: Well, I have a few guys that came out from Camels, one from North Van, so they all said they'd come back next year, so. Awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah all right. No, thanks very much.
0: So quick sound bites from the uh, Hinton MS mountain bike. First up is Andy, who I've known since about 1992, who said that I guilted him into coming. So Andy, what did you, you think of it? Uh, that was two days of the hardest mountain biking I've ever done. But rest assured, when you finish, the smell of freedom is about 10 minutes before you finish the race, and that is the uh, bustling Hinton pulp mill. Once you smell that, you know you're done the race. But it's not bad race because you know you're close. Correct, yes. You know you're close. I'm going to go throw up now, but it was a great race. Thank you very much for inviting me. Any any final, any overall thought of the last uh, two days? It was a lot of fun, a lot of good jokes. Uh, We had a 60-second rule where we couldn't talk about fecal matter or penises. We broke that rule a lot, but um, a lot of good times. Good hanging out with buddies. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. Adam, you're next. Uh, We were doing pretty well. I thought we'd get through without any mechanical failures until I I rode Sean's bike and broke it a couple times and then uh, realized that that takes a bit out of the day. But (laughs) we finished strong, and uh, it was awesome. feel good about it. Hardest thing I ever did. Now, I thought it was really funny yesterday when we got about 15k in and you're like, well, personal best. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was my longest training ride was, uh, it was actually 16k, so when you, when you said 17k, I was there. There's some high fives shared on the trail. It was good. Yeah. Final thoughts? Uh, get out here and do it. Awesome. All right, Matt, you're up. Matty? Thoughts? What do you got? I hurt all over, but it's good. It's good. It's nice to finish off. Good, obviously an awesome cause. For a good buddy. Had an awesome time. Now, you drove all the way from North Van, was it worth it? Actually, well, it was, of course. Now I'm a little worried about the 12-hour drive back home after sitting on my seat for, what, 90 kilometres? Yeah, a little worried about that, actually. Now you've got a romantic evening planned in Blue River. Any, right. any special plans or are you just going to sleep? Yeah, probably, I'm going to go with sleep on that one. I think so. Shower, hot tub, sleep. Any special cream on your tape? Yeah. Taint rub, taint rub. Yeah, probably multiple layers actually, yeah. definitely <laughs> say thank you to Janine for carting us around. Do you have any thoughts? No, I'd do it again. I would come in. Janine's married to Matt, so you heard it here. Matt's in for next year. Yeah, I'm not even sore. <laughs> no, all I heard <laughs> was Janine will come again and she's not sore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good place to cut her off. Von <laughs> Wingrave, Alan Wingrave, Darren Dorenko from the Heartbreakers, Matt Wilson, and Andrew Carpiak. X minus, minus, minus one. one, one.